I wish it was a toilet. I'm in the outhouse these days. <laughs> uh, let's address the elephant in the room. We are wearing hats. Uh, those of you listening on Spotify, I know you probably couldn't tell. It'd be cool if they could, though. That would. It sounds it's like, like wow. he's wearing a hat. Yeah, it sounds like they're His wearing a hat. His head sounds heavier. But courtesy of our dear friend John Huber over at The Crowned Heads, which I, I like that their Instagram name is The Crowned Heads. Yes. Sent us a nice little uh, gift pack, um, some great cigars, which we'll talk about in a second. And uh, he's, he's continuing his sports-themed hat collection. So we have the one sitting down here is a uh, Orioles themed, which is why, of course, I could not wear that because I can't wear the hat of anybody else in the AL East, especially a team that's that bad. <laughs> but a good-looking hat, though. It is. Uh, and then me and Chris are wearing, uh, you, you tell them. The Miami Hurricanes, if Miami you couldn't Hurricanes. tell. The green and the orange, it's... You know, they're more so popular for their football teams, 70s, 80s, 90s, <clears throat> early 2000s basketball. Eh. But, yeah, no, I love this Wouldn't color. Wouldn't it be great if it wasn't for the Hurricanes, if it was for, like, Boise State? Yeah, or like if he was like, you like, both are wrong. Have, this yeah. is actually for Bowling Green or, yeah. yeah. Well, isn't Boise, is Boise the one that looks like the old, Bron- the old Broncos? It's and the- their football field is blue. That's cool. Like the blue turf, yeah. They're yeah. good, right? They're pretty good. Yeah. Oh, they were, uh, when I was 19. Or twenty, they were really good, and then I think their coach went somewhere else, and then it's so. I feel like coach has such an effect. Oh, yeah. more of an effect on college ball. It'll be interesting to see how St. Peter's does because the coach left, a few players transferred, so we'll, we'll we will see if you know if it was really, and we'll see how good how Seton Hall is now, right? Because that coach is there, so we'll see. They didn't. They they they, they made it to the tournament too, right? Yeah, Super they Bowl? lost in the second round or the first round. They didn't make it far. Yeah, but yeah, three New Jersey teams are in there. Seton Hall and Rutgers lost the first round, I believe. And then, we're, yeah. for, we're finally, I don't know why the Northeast schools are so bad at, like, D1 sports. Um, I, I mean, Boston, you know, Boston College, yeah. you know, Boston University. And it depends on the sport, too, you know. But I'm trying to think, like, besides UConn, majorly for, for, basketball, for yeah. women's basketball, mm-hmm. and I guess for hockey, the Boston teams are Boston probably teams, tops for yep. hockey. But in terms of the big college sports, which is basketball and football, the Northeast really is uh-huh. lacking. Um, we haven't really had anything. <coughs> Excuse me. Since like the day, like the 1940s, when like the Army and Navy, like the Army team was really yeah. good. I mean, Syracuse. Would you consider? Would you for consider basketball? Syracuse? I would consider Syracuse. Okay, Syracuse Georgetown. Like, if you want to do that, that tri-state or well, yeah. nah, Georgia is more like DMV but area. But it's weird. There's, so, yeah. there's very few schools that do have crossover into like that are top in multiple Both. sports. Yeah, it's Notre Dame. Yeah. Can really That's do a good that. One. Good pull. US, USC can really yeah. do that. Michigan, UC, Michigan, UCLA. Yeah. I feel like yeah. UCLA's football yeah. team is good. Michigan definitely. Ohio State. How's their basketball team? They're they're good. They were good this yeah. year. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon. Uh, but then I, yeah, then I feel like Kentucky. Off, Kentucky. Yeah. UNC is always basketball. Is always basketball. Yeah. And then like Nebraska, Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming's good at basketball. Was, but like, I feel yeah. like Nebraska's Nebraska, Wyoming. Um, University of Texas. It was funny Texas that A&M. the year the Giants got Daniel Jones, and then the year that the Knicks fans, including me, thought we were going to get Zion Williamson. They're like, "Yeah, we got a player from Duke, but the wrong player from Duke because yeah. Daniel Jones went to Duke for football." Very stupid. Yeah. Um, we are enjoying the new limited edition Mule Kick, uh, Four Kicks Mule Kick from Crown Heads. First one they've come out with these in about I think two years. I think 2020 was the last time that these uh, were released. Um, so what the mule kick is, it's a tweaked version of the regular four kicks, uh, but it always comes out with a different wrapper. They've had 
Ecuadorian, Sumatra, Connecticut Habano. Um, and then this year, for the first time, they are using a Mexican San Andreas, which I'm really happy to see. It's, it's you know, John is really leaning into San Andreas recently in an, in an awesome way. And uh, as all the four kicks and mule kicks have been in the past, this is made at uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo's factory, who we just had on. Oh, we just had on his daughter, Lizette. We will be replacing and putting your, your sign back on. We just, uh, it, it unfortunately fell right after that video uh, overnight. So we just want to get it cleaned up and we'll put it back on. But very good so far. Excellent burn. Um, ash consistency is solid. Great smoke. Great, great rich flavors. Um, I believe it's Nicaraguan filler and binder. So we'll, we'll bring you back to this as we smoke it along. Uh, we have two things to talk about today. One of them is cigar-related. The other one is not. We're going to talk about the not first because I've been fired up all weekend. All week, actually. As many of you know, there is a car shortage because there's a chip shortage because of COVID and a lot of other things and the Russian invasion and inflate. Anyway, there is a car shortage. Now, what I would understand about a car shortage leading to higher prices is, like with a lot of things, you know, if... Uh, you know, if, if, but not, not even, even not really, because I feel like it's a secondary market thing. I feel like if you, if there is a shortage of lumber, if you can find it at Home Depot, it is usually still the price. It's when you have to buy it off of somebody else, that's where the price increase usually comes. Usually the main dealerships or stores, as long as they're paying the same for it, you're paying the same for it. It's just, it's going to sell out quicker. The problem I'm having with car dealerships right now, particularly with leasing, is that the MSRP on these cars is the same. Now, I don't know if dealerships are paying the main company more. To, so I'll, I'll give you above stick, you know, more cost if I can get more cars in because there is a shortage. I don't know if that's going on. I don't think so. I think all dealerships are probably getting as many cars as they can get. But So the MSRPs on these cars are the same. The, I, for example, I went in for Hyundai to get to upgrade my 2019 Tucson to a 2022 Tucson. The MSRP difference is $1,000, which is nothing. It's, I went from $29,000 MSRP to a $30,000 MSRP. They wanted double to lease the new one that I'm paying right now to lease it. And the same, same dealership, too. They wanted twice the amount of money. And, like, an extra $2,000. Why? Oh, because there's a car shortage. Yeah, but it's like... Have they, like, flat out come out and said that? Or is it? Yeah, or have no. you, like, called them no, on their say, bullshit? They say, they say like, like yeah, listen, it's a car shortage. As you see, our lot is not full. But here's the thing. You're not paying more for these. It's So it's price gouging. It's not like, hey, the, co the cost of everything went up, and this car is now $36,000 as opposed to $29,000. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I understand that. But you're doubling the price? They're doubling the price only, be only because they can, not because they have to. Like, listen, our costs go up. Yeah. Is, it's because they can. They don't need to negotiate anymore. So the price that they were firm about is the same price that when I first went to the dealership three years ago to get my current mm -hmm. Tucson. The same price, like that walk-in-the-door price, which was like four fifty a month for a Hyundai Tucson. And I immediately walked out. And then the guy was being sleazy and he was like yelling out new prices as I was leaving. I ended up writing an email to them. And he was a He was like a 19-year-old I ended up writing to the manager of the dealership and being like, this kid was unprofessional. He was yelling prices at me as I was leaving. Yeah. I'm like, this is how you conduct business. The guy brought me back in and I eventually got it for like $245, like, which was just how much you should be paying yeah. for a Hyundai Tucson. 
now and they they call me back but they didn't even but they call me back to see if i changed my mind they wanted like 485 for the same car that's insane and then i went with my buddy to bmw this weekend he's paying like 450 on a, like an x3 from 2000 same thing 2019 it's a good price yeah but what you what i would expect mm-hmm. for yeah for a bmw yeah yeah because the car is about tw- sixty thousand dollars so it's about and what year was it 2019 okay. same as mine so he's paying, t- he's currently paying double what I'm paying, but his car was double the MSRP. So it all, it, it, it worked. It, fit, it, it made sense. And he goes in this deal and they, and also BMWs, their, their lot was p- pretty full. I think with the gas price increase, people are not going to BMW because they're, they require a higher price gas. And he tells him like, oh, this is what you're paying right now. All right, let me go do the paperwork, see what we can offer you. And without missing a goddamn beat, this lady, without saying, like, listen, I know this is more, like, giving that kind of, without blinking, she pushes a paper forward saying, and it was like, oh, for five grand down, we can do it at, like, 845 a month. And he's like, okay, no. Like, just obviously no. wow. And then he was, he talked <clears throat> to his guy at his original dealership to buy it out and he gave him like oh here's what it cost you it would cost you i'm making this number up 500 hours a month to buy mm-hmm. it out he's like all right how much would it be to buy out with you this lady comes back like oh it'd be like 685 and like seven percent apr and he's like why would i do like he's like i'm showing you what my other dealership was offering and they wouldn't budge these people are out of their goddamn minds that's car deal they they, they run by this scumbaggy playbook that it's like, you can go in there and be like, hey, listen, I've been leasing cars for 30 years. I know how this game goes. This is what I'm paying. This is what I want to pay. Can you? And they'll say, oh, yeah, we'll work with you. And then they offer, they have to offer you the dumb number first. They play this stupid ta-ta-ta game. But the thing is, out of 10 people, four or five, they probably get. Like, there, there's probably several people right now driving my exact same car the exact same year who are paying 450 a month for it who just got that's that was crazy. the first number they heard and that's what they pay pay for it <clears throat> so i i don't understand car dealerships this is really bad business you're taking advantage of what's going on right now and also at these prices you're eliminating a large sector of the population that cannot afford a car more than three hundred dollars yeah, a month. Yeah, I don't think anyone like yeah, like I think we're in a weird yeah, we're in a place right now where a lot of stuff is expensive. I, I don't know if you've noticed it's not really car labor, like groceries seem a little bit more pricey. Yep. Obviously gas. And I know people are trying to make up, <clears throat> you know, losses that they've taken the past few years, but Yeah, but here's the thing, S- supermarkets like you you were fine. Like you were actually one yeah. of the only people that were fine during yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, but, but like it's, it's, I, I don't know. know why car dealer like I said, I don't know much about like cars in general like i always bring someone who knows how to talk to dealerships (laughs) when i go because i'm i'm not aggressive enough you do have to be aggressive with them anthony's the best is he okay but he's taught me well we're like i I, I, I know know i'm not getting suckered into a thing yeah and dude it's all about you got to let your anger flow because usually people are used to (laughs) taking their anger and like all right i'm just gonna subside subside like dealing with him (laughs) <laughs> and, and, his, and, his, and his array of, How you doing? of flashy f- wear. How you doing? Um, but like you take your anger and you're like, no, I'm just going to make a point. With a car dealer, you have to show a little bit of your actual anger, but more in a sarcasm. So like I told my guy when he's like, oh, it's going to be this for this much money. And I'm like, 
So this is what I'm currently paying. I'm like, and it's the same car, right? He's like, oh, there's all these new features, but I'm like, but it's the same car, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, and the MSRP is about the same. Oh well, yeah, it's like $500 more MS, like MS, like for the whole price of the car, $500 more. I'm like, all right. So then, why would I give you thousands of like this would be yeah for for a 36 month lease? I think it's every $27 a month equals $1,000 down. That's that's $1,000 for the entire lease term is like $27 a month. So they wanted. $250 more a month. So what's the math on that? Let's take a quick look here. 250 times 36. They wanted $9,000 more. For the same exact for car. For the same exact car. Like, that's... Rid for, and, and first of all, if I'm... What am I paying now? So I'm right now I'm paying... You said 285 or no? Yeah. So, uh, so, so far with this car, including my original down payment when I've paid into it, I've paid, I paid $9,000 off. So they want, for a $30,000 car, they want me to pay off more than half of it in three years for a lease. Because they would, essentially, they want $18,000, which is just also what the buyout of that car is going to be. They want me to pay $18,000 to lease the same a Hyundai Tucson for three years. They're bags. I'm trying to encourage everyone out there. Listen, people, let's help each other out. Let's force these people to go back to, to making deals because they're, yeah. they're, they're forcing people because there's people who are like, my lease is up or my car broke. I need to get a new car. And they're like, yeah, out of luck. And it has nothing to do with their paying more or their costs are up. The MSRP on these cars is the same. They're, pay they're paying the same amount for the car and they're forcing people in a predicament to to drastically overpay, it's price gouging. It's illegal are, with a lot of things. You can't if there's a hurricane and you're the only gas station open, you can't double your price of gas. It's illegal to do that. Yeah. This should be illegal. There's enough problems that we can't deal with. We can't fix gas prices right now. We can't fix the price of milk. Those are extenuating circumstances. You guys are doing this, and you're scumbags. And I'm, I want to find one dealership willing to work with me and be like, you now have a lifelong customer because you worked with me when you didn't need to. And so I will work with you from now on. And I tell you what, it ain't going to be Hyundai. One yeah. of them was told me over the phone, oh, yeah, we're selling these for five grand above the sticker. I'm Why like, do they say that, though? Like, I guess, is it the honesty? They're, or is it tr they're like trying to show you, like, this how fast these cars are going. I'm like, dude, you don't, like, you don't need to sell it above stick. Like, first of all, this is not a house. This is not a... I'm a private owner, and this, it's like, you know, best person gets it. That's not how car dealerships work. If I walk into Walmart and there's one box of Captain Crunch left, and me and you both want it, we don't both talk to the manager and be like, oh, I'll pay the store $10 for this. That's, yeah. not, how, that's not how it works <laughs> yeah. with, with a consumer good like this. All right? This is not a privately, you know, sold. That, that, that's, this is a horrible, shady business practices. I might even call the Better Business Bureau and be like, this is what they're doing. They, you're, you're paying the same as you would to finance the goddamn thing. This is ridiculous. And anybody out there who's, who's trying to get a new car right now, I know you feel me on this. This is absolute bull and it needs to stop. And that's, that's my piece. I said my piece, Chrissy. Yeah, oh, that's... I had to get that out. No, I... I've been fuming all week. Yeah, well, what was it? Last Tuesday you went to the Last Tuesday I went for me, and this week I went, I went with my buddy at BMW. And 
Like, and they're, they're not even giving you like that, listen, I know it's more, but like, this is why. They're just like, yeah, this is the price. Like, like nothing's wrong. They're psychos. You need to be a sociopath to work at a car dealership. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope none of our fans out there, if you guys work at car dealerships, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really am. But you got to be a sociopath to be one. Unless you find a good one. Like my buddy at his other BMW dealership found a really great guy <laughs> who, he, he doesn't do the games. He doesn't like go talk to the manager in the back. He pulls up his computer. Uh, he shows you how he's working on all the math and he gives you a good deal on so it. They're, they're nuts. But it's like they, they don't even know good business because when I worked in the store, um, like my good business was not selling the things that I make commission on, but it was giving people exactly what they needed and then they would come back. That's good business. It's like returning customers. Yeah. So screwing over one guy and making your $2,000 or you can help out 10 guys and make you know a little less commission but a lot yeah. more of it now the, i mean yeah. if there's a there's a shortage of cars and the, the amount of dealers that are out there you know everyone's just competing against each other but they're not like they're that, there's the thing they're not because it's, uh, when i when you i called another hyundai dealer should be like oh i'll show them i'll talk to this guy and he was like no we're actually more expensive than that and i'm like what are you guys doing I, I, I really, and I know people are in a bind so like they have to do it, but I'm begging people, if you don't have to buy a new car, right? If you don't have to use a car dealership right now, don't. Try to go out, buy it used off of somebody, even if you're paying a little bit more, but like you're paying a little bit more at the dealership anyway, but try to avoid car dealerships, yeah. right? Like, like the major ones. I'm not talking about some mom and pop used car place that's, you know, help them out. Yeah. But these big, you know, like, uh, the big I mean, ones I mean, you know, Frank's on, yeah. Hyundai, like these kind of places. Chevy. Yeah, yeah, all that don't sh- go to them because they're screwing with you for no reason. They should all be ashamed. We should, they should all, all be ashamed. We should all move to metropolitan areas with good public transportation. No. Houston have good, like public mm. transportation. No, I don't want to do you that. You don't think so? I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that? I don't want to do that. I love riding public transportation. So, my wife, she takes the train into the city every day, and NJ Transit is the worst. Like, they just are really, they don't give you warning. They shut stuff down. She has to drive in every now and then. If I didn't, yeah, I'm, I don't mind public transportation. Like, I don't mind going on subways and stuff in the city, but, like, they're not reliable. Like, it's I don't know Secaucus how people Junction, live. It's just Secaucus Junction, man. What? Secaucus Junction. That's yep. the only yeah. spot where it gets spotty in, Actually, on New Jersey. I'm, Secaucus is the, I've, I've never had a problem in Secaucus. It's well, coming from all Se- the other offshoots yeah. once you didn't get there. Didn't last week Secaucus have a fire one. or something like that, she was know. saying? There's no, no, always something like that Yeah, there's always something going on there. Yeah, yeah. But there was a fire this week? Oh, Last week, yeah, there was there was a fire for Secaucus, like in Secaucus or at the Secaucus Junction where... Jess could not get home, so she had to take a bus to her parents' house in Staten Island, and then they had to drop her off. It oh was, my God. And but like, the public and transportation wants is to oh. take a bus to Staten Island. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ever. a nightmare. Not, not even Jess. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Hope so she doesn't get mad. I said that. No, I get. I get I, anything anyone anyone says. I get. I get in trouble. All right. Yeah, the Staten Island's not my favorite. Um, <laughs> but her family from Staten Island at the wedding was. Oh, they're they awesome. Were, they yeah. were a crew. They were a crew uh, for sure. They were, they were definitely a crew. But still, oh man, imagine a Staten Island car dealership. That place needs to burn to the ground. It's probably, it's probably the worst place for humans. It's probably a bunch of chin straps in black suits with black shirts and black ties. Hey, it's going to be six twenty-five a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> bunch of tool bags. Six. And I love how they, they, they pass themselves off. These the chin straps. They pass themselves off as like, 
Like, well, we're businessmen. Like, no, you're no, no, not. No, you didn't. One of the biggest negative things you can call somebody is like, dude, you're like a used car salesman. Like, you're like, you're like yeah, a car salesman. It's, like, yeah. it's one of the biggest insults. Well, like, I, I know this is going to sound stupid. Do they, they don't go to school for this shit, right? <laughs> Right, it's like going to school for retail. Yeah, like no, like I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm on my high horse now. I worked retail for years. That's why so I'm did saying. I. Well, it. You know, like, this is different than retail. Like retail, like takes a uh, takes takes something takes, out it, of it. Takes, no, no, it takes re, like work, working in in retail. Good, you like, have to have a good person. Yeah, like somebody at a high end record, like a furniture store or mm-hmm. like um, stereo or something like that. Those guys, they like they're passionate. Like if you go to Guitar Center, even. They know the ins and outs, yeah. and, and you know for all, you you don't really haggle at those places. You can a little bit, but yeah, they're but, passionate about the product, and they sell you. You tell them this is what I'm looking for, and they go to the right thing. Like I know we had a rant about Bob's Furniture, and I will never buy from them again. But their salesman was—they yeah. were great. They were it was, awesome. It was Very, just the delivery was the, yeah, was the yeah. problem. The delivery is the problem. They probably use yeah. some second rate. Delivery yeah, system, yeah, but full was, of this ex uh, car salesman. And the guy, yeah, the ex car salesman yeah. had no idea how to move my couch into my apartment. I was like, okay. If anyone out there is what works for a car dealership and I've offended you, I do apologize. Please leave a comment. And, and maybe you can explain it to me. Maybe I'm just totally off my rocker here, but it seems like that they're taking advantage of a system right now. Now, speaking of retail, yes. working in stores. <laughs> Our uh, sister company, Casa de Monte Cristo. I was going to say Casa de Garcia, but that's not the right thing. Um, Casa de Monte Cristo, our, our retail arm. I like saying that. <laughs> it sounds like we're like a big conglomerate. Or the retail yeah, arm. Retail arm. Um, is hosting, uh, is bringing back the legendary Texas Cigar Festival. It is Saturday, May 14th, 15th? 15th? Saturday, May 15th. It's in the parking lot of the Houston Texans Stadium. Um, we will put a, uh, a link down here um, just so you guys can go to the um, – just put the link to the, like, to the Eventbrite so they can buy tickets. Yep, Saturday, May 14th. So, oh, that, right? That, thanks, Justin. Yep. It's on Saturday, yeah. So Justin, Justin and Nick are going. Um, this is Justin's, like, first major event. Nick is going there to help Justin guide through and help out, which is – very generous of you, yeah, I, I would say. I wasn't going to say it, but it's very generous. <laughs> very of you. nice of you to do so. Um, it's going to be a hoot, man. I mean, first yeah. of all, I, I know he's going to get me into trouble. I, I know it. Come out and check out my awesome getup I'm going to have Saturday night. Is, there, from a, is there a river there that I can throw <laughs> him into? Got to, nah, there. you'd have to go down to San Antonio. And, if uh, anyone's got a good contact for I'm nice sure snakeskin boots, I'm looking for a pair, size 10 and a half. So, yeah. I almost want him to wear the boots because have you ever worn ca- like actual cowboy boots? No. Yeah, I would love to see him you're put those film, on. Yeah, you're going to film like 10, shit. 12 hours. Yeah, you're going to be in bare feet by the end of the day. And that's exactly what we need is him walking around like he's at Coachella with, with no shoes on and, and so one of his is. Two and a half men's shirts, <laughs> um, but no, it's a, it's a huge event. Uh, they have a, a VIP party the night before if you buy a VIP ticket. Rocky Patel will be there. Michael Rosales from Roma Craft will be there. Southern Draw, Crown Heads, Altidus, General. Um, who else? Uh, a lot, a lot of people. All, a Perdomo, like a lot, all the big companies and a lot of like the nice boutique companies are going to be there. Uh, food. I think there's barbecue, but like high end. There's a VIP like section, That's a whole VIP awesome. section, uh, and, and it's in the it's like you're in the shadow of the stadium. So if you're from the Houston area, check out the link that we're going to post. 
Uh, it's going to be a really a, a super cool event. We're very excited, even though I don't like the heat uh, and I, I don't like people. But I'm going to go out. I'm going to shake some babies and kiss some hands and do the whole uh, do the whole thing. Justin got it. That was funny. That yeah. was funny. Is that from the campaign or no? I I, I just kind of switched them. It's probably okay. it's no, probably no, a Mark Brothers like shtick. From, yeah, it sounds like, like, like it's from uh, the campaign. That bit where he keeps punching the babies. Oh my god, that was great. Yeah. Uh, well, for movie purposes, yes. Yeah. For movie um, purposes. Oh, I want to pull up. So, is this your first time, Justin, going to Texas? Uh, yeah, yeah. It would be my first time actually, legitimately being in Texas and visiting. Um, I'm excited. It's my first cigar kind of like festival too. Uh, anyone that's in the area should definitely come up and like talk to us. We'd love to hear what they have to say. Don't talk to me. Talk Man, to me. Just come to the event. You don't have to talk to me. May give, yeah, may, may I give you some pointers? Please. First of all, do what I usually don't do and enjoy your time there. I'm very like... And cocaine. Yeah, that don't. Yeah. <laughs> he um, does not usually do cocaine. Yeah, so. but when I, when I went to Tampa... No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to do? <laughs> oh, the, the, where they filmed the Punisher movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. Um, yeah, try to like enjoy it. Um, and yeah, I, re I would go up to like the Arturo Fuente booth, Southern Draw, like, yeah, you know, I'm filming for JR. And they were very, very nice. Like, oh, we'll try this, try that. Like, I know it sounds silly, but like you, you could use your like, oh, I'm here for JR. They're going to welcome you in more, you know, obviously you're going to be there with Nick. I was by myself. So they're going to notice him probably right away because he's talked to all these guys. So really try to like, Don't I think it's a good networking thing personally. Tampa was really good for networking. Um, you're going to see familiar, like you're going to see Travis down there. Well, is all to this going? Yeah. yeah, you're going to see Travis down there. You may see some other familiar faces. and He'll be wearing a cowboy hat. For me, yeah, well, he'll, he'll definitely be wearing cowboy hat and boots. For me, like I remember when I went to Tampa, I saw Miguel Chaudel, who works with Crown Heads, and I got, we just did an interview with him. So for me, like not knowing anyone, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, I kind of, and then I started getting out of my shell more, you know, a little bit. I was, I was relatively new when I went to Tampa by myself. But it was fun, man. It was, it seems like it's going to be the same amount of booths. Um, hopefully the same amount of people, the same kind of like setup and all that. And it's, you're going to have fun. Yeah, I'm just reading what you get here. So for the regular ticket, you get um, your event bag loaded with cigars. You get food and you get two drink tickets. For the VIP, you get early entry to the event. You get an upgraded VIP event bag loaded with bonus cigars and swag. Access to the private VIP area that includes five-hour private open bar, food, and wait staff. And try to enjoy some good barbecue if you can while you're there, if you like barbecue food. That's the one thing I'm most excited for, um, good barbecue. That's a normal thing. I'm I went, happy. See, that made me happy. Bro, I, I wanted to I thought you were going to want to eat some weird nonsense. Oh, cactus fries. There it is. Rattlesnake, and I want to watch some turtle races. I want to races. kill the rattlesnake and then make boots. That I want to eat the rattlesnake that's on my boots. Okay. Yeah, you're going to get us really, really badly hurt. We're going to be chased out of Texas. Go back to Soho where you belong. He thinks that we're like, uh, what was it? Uh, like like uh, Sundance? Uh, 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 Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy and the yeah. Sundance Kid. We're not Butch Cassidy and the Sundance. Oh, they're going to run us out of Texas over to the state line. Like, no, no, this is not, this is not a Johnny Cash song. They're just going to beat us up in a parking lot. <laughs> it's a Sopranos episode. It's not a Johnny Cash song. 
but no, it, sh- it should be a really fun time. How many times have you gone to Texas Cigar Fest? I've never been to the Texas Cigar Festival. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've been to Smoking the Carolinas when they did that a bunch. Uh, I've been to, you know, trade shows, Big Smokes, that kind of thing. Was there a big, was there a Texas Big Smoke or no? No, they do no, uh, right. Miami and Vegas. They used to have one gotcha. in New York, but it was So I'm guessing good. before COVID hit, this was the festival they were asked, they wanted Greg or I to go to as well, then I guess the Texas Cigar Fest. Yeah, it's been positive. This is the yeah, first so one since, since, since COVID. Since yeah. COVID, yeah. So I think that's going to be good too, man. Everyone wanted to come out and, and you know, I did something a little, it's not obviously a cigar related thing, but I did a, helped out with an in-person film festival for the first time since COVID and the people coming out were So the films were there in person? Yeah, they were. They were actually playing them out in person. That's that's awesome. It was awesome. That would actually be, I would. It's called theater, Nick. No, but here's the thing. (laughs) I would watch. Uh, like a uh, The Rock in person with everyone. Somebody doing like, oh, we do theater, but we just do like. We do theatrical productions of movies that you don't think should be in the, like, like in a theater. Like imagine somebody doing Face Off on stage. That would be wild. But like you get like professional people to write it so they can they can adapt it properly so it's not like stupid. But imagine fa- like imagine these movies on that could be a real dramatic Hamlet. That would that would. He comes in the audience and like just starts. I want to take his face. It'd have to be Nicholas Cage. It'd be a riot. Oh, he, he's got to play. Of both. All of Actually, it. I'm getting my parents. Uh, I was going to get him tickets to... Well, I got him tickets to see To Kill a Mockingbird for Christmas, but then it got postponed, so I got refunded, and then it's coming back in June. But then With when I was on the website, uh, Greg Kinnear. So it was... What's Jeff his Daniels. name? It was Jeff Daniels. I wanted to but, see that. But Greg Kinnear but Greg is still yeah. top-notch. Yeah. Uh, but then when I went on the website, so I'm like, oh, let me start looking at dates. There's this new Billy Crystal musical. It's called Mr. Saturday Night. And I'm, I call my mom. I'm like, would you guys rather see the Billy Crystal musical? And they were both like 100%. And they love To Kill a Mockingbird. It's my mm-hmm. dad's favorite movie, his favorite book. They were excited. But to see Billy Crystal do like his shtick, like his 1950s, like, oh, I remember egg creams and like doing that whole thing. They're going to just, they're going to be in heaven. They're going to be absolutely That's in heaven. That's great. Uh, well, because they they saw him do his one man show. I think it was called Five Hundred Sundays. Uh, yes, like ten years ago. Baseball, right? Wasn't it baseball related? Or no? no, it was just like his auto. It was like his oh, personal. Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. But then right. he acted out all his you know his yeah. Jewish uncles and he did the whole thing. So now yeah, he has a show called Mr. Saturday Night. Um, I think it's on a limited run, so I'm gonna get him tickets to sit. two o'clock matinee on a Saturday. Nothing crazy. And they're oh, not yeah, even, they're great. not even gonna have dinner in the city. Like no, we'll come back and like have dinner in Jersey. But no, that should be good. But please, uh, make sure to check out the Texas Cigar Festival. Yep. Tickets are uh, for sale right now, and they are going quick. It's going you know, it's, it's to be one of the biggest festivals this year. It's going to be the only one you're going to see my ass at. So make sure to come, uh, come on down. Um, once in a lifetime opportunity. It's the first big festival like, like this that, that we've done since COVID. And I, I think the location's really good. It's, it's in the parking yeah. lot of the state. The stadium's right there. Yeah, I think that's awesome. 20-plus manufacturers coming out. Food, live music, uh, and me and Justin. Like, what more could you ask for, honestly? So make sure to check out the the, uh, the link for that. Um, if you have any questions, you know, leave a comment. Uh, I think that's I think that's all. I think we could do is do a short one. Short yeah. one today. Big shout out to Crown Heads. Uh, the new Mule Kick uh, 2022 is, really is absolutely delicious. Smokes like a dream. Awesome swag from my, my man John. But uh, make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And for all of your cigar needs, please check out the JR Cigar.